Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Beijing Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freaks. Freak Nation, it's not the way you want to start off big-time motorsports radio shows, right? But Rick Ocasek, or Rick Ocasek, depending on what pronunciation you decide to use, leader, front man, singer from the Cars, dies today at 75. This a few days after Eddie Money passes away at 70 years old. Holy smokes. I had no idea that Ruko Kasich was freaking 75 years old. Regardless, holy smokes, rocket peace, guys. First hour of the Freaks is another big one. We're going to have our good friend Jack Beckman, NHRA Funny Car winner. Hasn't won all year until it really meant something. And he wins in Reading. He'll be joining us coming up in about 12 or 13 minutes. As we speak, we got 15 laps to go in the South Point 500 Las Vegas Motor Speedway. 400. Feels like 500. We don't need another 100 miles. (laughs) We'd be here for a while. Statman, you know a little bit about the cars and Eddie Money. Eddie, you know what, Statman? I thought about this last week, and I know this is a a big-time motorsports show. We got Jack Beckman coming up. We We always talk music, though. Come on. Michael Waltrip coming in here. Dame Cameron, your sports car winner from Laguna Seca. Wait, 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 wait. Who? Whoa. Michael Waltrip. Michael Waltrip right? will be here in the Freak Nation. Thanks to our friends at Ison Raceway. Go to Ison Raceway right now. Get your tickets now for that big old semifinal fall race, November 8th, 9th, and 10th at IsonRaceway.com, Statman. He's got a movie yeah. documentary. Actually, this is a I've seen him in some other interviews with this movie, Blink of an Eye. It's a documentary from, of course, September, or excuse me, February was it 13th? February, I can't remember, Daytona 500, yes. 2001, and he gets pretty emotional. I mean, obviously, that was an emotional day for him. I don't think very many humans could actually process what he had to go through that day. The highest of highs, winning the Daytona 500 after a ginormous amount of tries, and also being 400-some-odd races without a win in the NASCAR series, the highest of highs, and then all of a sudden finding out 30 minutes later that the man that put you in that seat has died. The lowest of lows. So, yeah, it's, I've heard many good things about Blink of an Eye. It came out in theaters this weekend, so we will talk to Michael Waltrip about that. Yes, it is a little bizarre having Michael Waltrip in the Freak Nation, but this is a story that just, it, it's, I'm glad it's being told. Statman, as I was going to say, do you have the video of us doing our snappy little Sergeant Saturday Night 30-minute show with Eddie Money in that in the Borders bookstore? Do you have the video of that somewhere? No, I don't. I don't have. Was he one of the guests that we yes. had? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. How about that? Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't have. They probably still have it at the station. 
although it's probably been absorbed into Fox now. Uh, but yeah, that it, you know, with some with some effort, we could probably find it if we needed it. But it's, it ain't going to be in the next two hours. So yeah, we lose a couple of greats: Rick Ocasek with the Cars, Eddie Money, hit after hit after hit after hit. Holy smokes! Statman and I did a number of things together prior to Speed Freaks, including one thing that we did together was some music segments, and we had a show called Sergeant Saturday Night where we would bring in these big-time rock and rollers with them and their guitar, and they'd be in front of 20, 25 people on the second floor of Borders Books. Was it Borders? Just off of Sunset? Do you remember? I think it was. Borders. Yeah, it was, but you can't just say... It was a little show. That was an Emmy-nominated show that was <laughs> right. up for awards. Damn. Hey, that was huge. We did we did the heck out of that show. One camera, one camera. Well, Steve. you didn't have to say that, you, would, you know. But yeah, it was like a half-hour live shot. <laughs> Remember that stat? I would do my sports report, and then stay tuned. Sergeant Saturday Night coming up. We had people flying in from all over the country to hear some of the guests. And they, they, thankfully, the guests would do some extra music after we went off the air live. And they would do some uh, extra music, like a little co- mini concert for them when the show was over. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get into some motorsports. We just had to get that out there. Two legends gone in music. Rick Ocasek and Eddie Money. Holy smokes. Going to resume here with some of our newer affiliates, and they get into some Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes coming up. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates. How you doing, man? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio app, tune in, radio.com, SiriusXM, Dan Patrick Channel. We're all around there. You can take us anywhere, Freak Nation. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com, find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. You sport a big old fat SUV. What about a Ford 250? What about a Dodge Ram or a Ram as the kids call them nowadays? Grab yourself some General Tires. GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Austin Hill got things kicked off in the right direction in Las Vegas as he notched the NASCAR truck win on Friday night under the full moon and, of course, Friday the 13th. Then it was Tyler Reddick's turn to win in the Xfinity Series on Saturday. Now today, or tonight actually, going on right now. How about that 4 p.m. Pacific time start? As the track began to really cool down, it was Kevin Harvick who just pulled away from everyone, but after the final set of pit stops, He couldn't find the magic. Martin Truex Jr. passed him with ease. And right now we're sitting four laps to go in this race in Las Vegas. Martin Truex Jr. by more than three seconds over Kevin Harvick. Let's stay on the West Coast for now. The IMSA Sports Car Series raced at Laguna Seca. And each class was pretty much dominated by their respective winners. The overall winner in the team's 200th sports car start went to Team Penske with Dane Cameron and Juan Montoya on the top spot. Their teammates, Elio Castroneves and Ricky Taylor, in second. It was a record-setting weekend for many reasons in the NHRA. I'm just going to say the biggest record of all, though, was three. Count them. Three ladies. Angel Sampe, Erica Enders, and Brittany Force. Three ladies sitting on the pole. Dang. Fastest 
qualifying spots. But the NHRA has reset their points following the regular season end in Indy, and the reset is sparking more debate than normal this year due to the massive shakeup in points in each of the classes. So get this. The not-so-unusual was Jason Line winning in pro stock. Okay, yeah, that's normal. But he defeated playoff spoiler Fernando Quadra in the finals. Quadra won his first three rounds ever today. Richie Crampton took the top fuel win and moved up four spots in the points towards the title. Jack Beckman won for his first time ever this year, and that first win has netted him the points lead now. All right, but the most bizarre of the weekend, Jerry Savoie rode from 10th in points to the points lead with his win in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Yeah, more of that next with Fast Jack Beckman on Speed Freaks and SpeedFreaks.tv. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from The Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand... Your Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Speed Freaks on Twitter. We're there for you on Instagram, Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Again, closing in on our 20th year of doing Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios. This guy's been around that long and more, and it took him 18-plus races to get his first winner for 2019 in the Funny Car Class for NHRA. Jack Beckman here in the Freak Nation. What the hell took you so damn long to get that win, Jack? Kenny, I got to be honest. I had a GPS where the winner's circle was. I had forgotten it's been too long. But you know what? If you're going to get hot, now's the time to get hot. Our Infinite Hero Dodge, that is our sixth final round of the year. It's not like we've been struggling. We just weren't able to close the deal. And, God, to do it at Maple Grove, first race of the countdown, to be John Force in the final and to take over the points lead, that's pretty cool. His name is Jack Beckman, NHRA Funny Car winner from Reading, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you mentioned John Force. Evidently, uh, John Force had his way with you the majority of the year, but after this race, you just slapped him down. Well, he beat us in the final round at Indy, and I'm not sure I wouldn't trade him Wallies there. But um, you know what? Drag racing is an interesting sport. In NASCAR, if you finish top five in the interviews, Everybody's thrilled to death. In drag racing, in drag racing, if you lose second round, nobody's happy about finishing top five. However, having said that, Jack Beckman, it's consistency that has you where you are in the points right now. Because even though this was your only actual Wally of the year, your only actual win, you have been quasi winning the season because now you are leading the points. Yeah, agreed uh, with an asterisk, Gladys. I'm not a fan of the countdown. You know, the countdown is kind of emulating what NASCAR did with the chase. We race 18 races. They wave a yellow flag. They bunch up all the cars and points, and only the top 10 can run for the championship. So Steve Torrance and Top Fuel lost a 29-round lead coming into this race and then lost first round, and he's going to lead here in like fourth or fifth place. That's not right. They're going to have to do something a little bit different next year. So for those reasons, I'm just not a fan of the countdown. Same deal with Robert Hype. Robert had like an eight-round lead coming in here, and he'll probably leave here third, maybe fourth in the points. Um, Drag racing is sudden death. If you lose first round, you don't get the points from first round, and they don't let you come back for the second round semis or finals. It's not like baseball. It's not like football. And I know people are going to argue with me. The Super Bowl is not always the best team that wins the Super Bowl. But guess what? They got four quarters. They got four downs per possession. They could fumble the first three possessions. They still get to come back and play. Drag racing doesn't work that way. We need to alter the countdown. It's worked for me. It's worked against me. So we just were a benefit of that reset. It tightened the points up, and now we're hitting our stride. You bring up such valid points there. Jack Beckman, winner from Reading, NHRA Funny Car. So how would you change the countdown? How would you change the reset for the countdown? Would it be like if you have a certain amount of rounds, you get an automatic? Tell me. Nope. You race to Indy. That's 18 races. And then divide the points by whatever number you feel gives you a good spread. You can divide them by two, by three, by four. And that way what happens is somebody that's built up a good lead doesn't see that entire lead evaporate down to one round. And the guy that's in 11th place is still going to fight his ass off for the top 10 position. And guess what? The guys that are in 8th, ninth, and 10th place got to defend that and show up at the rest of the races. You have three top fuel dragsters that skipped races this year and still did well enough to make the countdown. You have top fuel racers that didn't make the countdown that are going to sit out the remainder of the season. I think and I hope 
that NHRA now sees an unintended consequence of this top 10 and points reset is it's costing us some car counts. Race the first 18 races, divide the points by a certain amount, and everybody gets to race for the championship. His name is Jack Beckman, NHRA Funny Car winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. It's also a product of, I would say, Jack Beckman, sponsorship and partnerships in motorsports of some of the problems that you just mentioned. Well, so Scott Palmer and Top Fuel has got some sponsorship, but he's got a few different things he can do. He can run a Top Fuel car. He can run a Pro Mod car. He can run his uh, Top Fuel boat. Uh, so because he can't finish in the top 10, he's going to sit out at least four of the last six races. That doesn't work well for our sport. Uh, Billy Torrance skipped, I don't know, seven, eight races and still made the countdown. Now, hats off to that crew and what they were able to do with the races they attended to make the countdown. More power to them. But if you had a point structure mm. where all 24 races count, we're just going to bunch them up some after the 18th race but we're not going to space them apart a half around between each driver. We're just going to take your points total and divide it by a number. Okay, Billy Torrance, however, has said that he does not want to race full-time. Could there be some sort of another asterisk for part-time drivers? For instance, part-time drivers are just not eligible for the countdown. Yeah, but, but why shouldn't they be if they run well enough? And here's the reality, Gladys. If we do it the way I described, He's not going to win the championship or contend for it because he's simply not attending enough races. You know what? He'll still attend the same number. It's not going to discourage him from bringing his car out at the races that he intends to run. Jack Beckman here in the Freak Nation. What are you hearing from the fans in regards to the countdown? Well, I I mean, there's several different factions there. There's the folks that still want us to go back to quarter mile, and I completely understand that. That's a different argument. But that's a tough call. If we go back to the quarter mile, we're going to slow the cars way down. So those folks hate the countdown. They're purists. They want it to be a points deal like it used to be. But it's actually changed several times. Up till 1973, whoever won the last race of the year was your world champion. In 74, we started a point system. In 94, we said, gosh, the NASCAR fans think the lead is too big here when it's 200 points per round win let's cut it down to 20 points Mm. so our point system has actually been changed significantly several times and i'm not saying for the worse on a lot of this but i don't think the countdown serves the sport well golf doesn't go three rounds and then reset the points and make a birdie worth five shots a shot is worth a shot in all four rounds of golf and it's cumulative that's that sport Baseball plays a regular season, then goes to playoffs, best of seven, then goes to another playoffs, best of seven, then goes to a World Series, best of seven. You could screw up for three games and still come back and win the World Series. In drag racing, when we go into the countdown, if you lose first round, you are done for the day. You can't get points in any of the four rounds of competition. Our sport is not a playoff-style sport. You know, Jack, you're right. Supercross doesn't have a countdown, a playoff, or a chase. Neither does IndyCar, and somehow they managed to make the end of the season still exciting. You think the NHRA just wants to try to capitalize on what NASCAR has done with a chase and maybe try to bring that into drag racing? Our sport has some amazing features to it, and our sport is unique head and shoulders 
above any other sport. And I'm telling you, I love all motorsports. Yeah. But drag racing shakes the stands, pounds your chest, fills your nose, and you can be four feet away from the cars and the mechanics in the pit area. There's nothing else like it. Why do we need to cater to the people that need instant gratification on social media and like a points manipulator? We already have a great thing. I'm not opposed to massaging the point system and tweaking things to make it work even better. I just feel like it can be done in a much more productive manner. You know, IndyCar has a good idea where they have double points races, especially the last race at the end of the year. You think the NHRA could benefit from that? Maybe the U.S. Nationals, the Promoter races, maybe even the Gator Nationals. Well, you hit it on the money. The U.S. Nationals, which is the last race of the regular, regular season, is one and a half times the points. Boom. The Pomona World Finals is one and a half times the points. I'm not a fan of that either. Okay. What, what they're trying to see, and I get it, is the championship come down to the last day of the season. I completely understand that. But, but listen, I don't think that they make these decisions in a vacuum. I think it's a lot of intelligent people who are trying to do the best thing for the sport. And I think they've made a lot of fantastic decisions that have made the sport better over the last decade or two. But you can't manipulate the sport to make it come down to the last race of the season. If somebody goes out there and wins the first four races of the countdown, they're going to have clinched the points deal with two races left. So what are you going to do at that point? Reset the points again and race for two races? So go to Indy with six races left, divide the points by a certain number. Everybody is still in competition for a championship. Jack Beckman, funny car speed's getting crazy. Ron Caps did 339 plus. You think funny cars are getting too fast? Well, so Robert Height went 339 two years ago, and NHRA addressed that by adopting the top fuel dragster rev limiter. They lowered our rev limiter or ignition retarder threshold 150 RPM. And then last year, Courtney Force comes out at Phoenix at the beginning of the year and runs 337 miles an hour. I'm sorry. After she did that, they adjusted it even further. And then they've reduced the track prep. Well, so you still see a car run a big speed here, but... Here's the thing. Caps goes 339. Tasky goes 335. Nobody else was even close. So uh, uh, I don't know that we need to do anything on that at this point in time. Freak Nation, it's always greatness when Jack Beckman rolls into the Freak Nation. Jack, uh, don't be a stranger. Don't wait so damn long to get back in here, man. I'd actually like to have this exact same conversation in two weeks after St. Louis. <laughs> Exactly. That's where NHRA goes next. Thank you, Jack. Missed you guys, and it was. Jack Beckman cut him off there a little early. Sorry about that, Jamie. Uh, more coming up about what Jack Beckman was talking about in regards to the countdown, the chase, depending on the playoffs, whatever you want to call them in, in the proverbial motorsports that use, that use those types of, uh, of uh, numbers and finishes and point systems when you get in late into the season. We'll talk more about that. Also coming up, your Statman Scat in moments, and Michael Waltrip. It's all coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. I was super pumped Friday at the introduction of all-electric rallycross machines. IMG promotes the World Rallycross Championship, and next year it will introduce the support series called Project E. The new car is a collaboration between IMG and an Austrian R&D shop. This is the first for global motorsport. 
Project E next season will showcase the all-electric cars at European rounds of the championship. The short races in rallycross and high-torque racing environment is perfect for electrification. These will be 612 horsepower machines, 14,000 RPM motors, and full torque within 32 milliseconds of the start. Top speeds? 150 miles an hour. The electrics will fit in new builds or converted current chassis. Frankly, this is the future. Automakers want this, and those who ignore that fact face losing automaker interest. Can't wait to see it. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519.
In case you haven't heard, Rick Ocasek, front man, lead singer, founding member of the Cars, passes away this evening. Him, now, and Eddie Money, holy smokes, you talk about 70s and 80s rock stars, gone. This segment brought to our good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Fuel stabilizer, the finest synthetic oil on the planet. They've got all, they've got everything you need to keep your char, keep your ride on the road, inside your car, outside your car, inside your engine, outside your engine. They got it, man. Go to lucasoil.com or check out your favorite auto parts dealer today. Think about this, Stat Crasher. I don't know if you guys would disagree with me. I don't care. Do this twenty years anyway. Martin Truex wins the Vegas race tonight. Mm-hmm. One of our favorites. Jack Bettman wins the Funny Car race. One of our favorites. Two dudes that just don't cause a whole lot of grief, but frankly, just say what they want to say. Yeah, you're right. They don't get accused for going too far over the line in their opinions. Neither one of them do. Yet, they're both not afraid to go there. Good point. I mean, Statman, you heard Jack Beckman calling out friendly in a friendly style, calling out the NHRA with their point system going into the playoffs. And he had some good points to make. I mm-hmm. I was sitting there listening to him, and it's like, yeah, keep going, Jack. He was really uh, nailing it. I I don't like the playoffs, especially when he mentioned. I didn't realize that uh, Torrance was what twenty nine yes. uh, rounds. He's going to lose that. That's and insane. They, yeah, I mean that's he's worked for how many months to get that lead. And to artificially have it taken away, uh, there's got to be some way to protect that so that he can at least last more than one event into the playoffs. But he goes from just smashing everybody to getting smashed in one round. It's not right. Yeah, and it goes back to what I was saying in News and Notes. How can you have the guy that claws his way into the playoffs gets a 10th place in points. I'm talking about Jerry Savoie in the Pro Stock Motorcycle class. And then because of just a random case of, you call it full moon, call it what you want, just absolute craziness that happened in that class, the Pro Stock Motorcycle class this weekend, Jerry Savoie, because he wins the event and a bunch of the other big timers go out, he went from 10th in points to 1st in points. That just well, that how- shouldn't happen in one weekend. That's how Robert Height got his championship. He snuck into the to the top ten on the last chance, and he ended up doing just that, going from tenth to first. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 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 J.R. Todd did somewhat the same thing. Got in at the last minute and uh, managed to, you know, claw his way to the championship. Now, that's a good headline, and it gets people to listen and cheer for, but you can't take away all the work that somebody did for months and then uh, take it away in uh, a couple of weeks. That's uh, that's just not fair. Yeah, there's got to be a happy medium here somewhere because you're right. That's a good headline. You could use the argument of, hey, well, the team is peaking at the right time. you got to win when it really counts. But at the same time, on the other end of the spectrum, having such a lead going into the playoffs, having that erased, that something that does not compute. No, and you you look at the the argument that you guys, that both of you guys are making, 
And one thing that Jack Beckman says, he says, I don't believe these guys are doing this or living this in a vacuum, that there are some smart folks in the NHRA, but the consequences of the development of this playoff system, there has to be tweaks. And I like what you guys are talking about, Crasher, about the double points sitch. Is, is well, that- they do that now. They do that for Indy now. They do that for Pomona now, just like in the IndyCar series does. But Jack says he's not a fan of that either. He, he wants to just revamp things differently. What I meant was taking away the playoff situation because it's oh, – you've okay. you got 29 rounds with the Capco Dragster, right? That say? he was ahead before they reset the points for the playoffs? Imagine yes. if that was Lowe's or Home Depot or Coca-Cola, <laughs> and they put $3 million into this rail. <laughs> and then, oh, sorry about that. Uh, whoa. Yeah, that's you know, maybe, maybe one of the things that can happen, and I, and I don't understand the bonus points in NASCAR, but – Maybe they could have some bonus points so with each round win, in addition to the 20 that you get for the regular points, maybe you could get five points for playoff points, and they only come into play when the playoffs start. So you don't, you don't, um, you don't lose all the work that you've done all year long, and it just goes away all at once. That, that, They've got to resolve that some kind of way. You look at other professional sports, hockey, basketball, where half the teams make it into the playoffs. But it's rare that a eight seed, excuse me, that an eight seed makes it to the finals, or even a seven seed to that point, six seed. But there's just got to be a friendlier version of how to figure this out to not erase a championship season uh, like Torrance had. We, Torrance lost that championship two, three years ago to, was it Brittany? F- yes. Yeah, that's right? right. But he said in losing the championship, that's how they figured out how to win. And, oh, did they? They dominated the very next year. And, again, dominated completely the playoffs. Dominated this year so far in the regular season, but – by not winning the first playoff yeah. round, what does that do? Yeah, Antron had it figured out when he was winning championships a few years ago. And, you know, he said that it's, it's, it's math and you just have to go rounds and get rounds and knock off a win here or there. But, uh, you know, there is a process. You got to get points and you have to learn how to win championships. And, and like uh, Beckman was saying, uh, drag racing is not like any other sport. You don't get best of seven or best of five or even two out of three. You get one shot. And if you lose that, you, you mistake, you red light, you, you daydream, you, your, your tires go up in smoke, anything can happen. And you don't get a chance to come back. You're done. And you might as well pack up and go down the road because you're not going to get anything more out of that weekend. And even different than NASCAR, take Kyle Busch, for example, today. Went to the back of the field. He ended up finishing in the top ten. Yeah, you've got three to four hours for to figure things out in a NASCAR race. And in drag racing, you don't. It's boom, out of there, <laughs> 330 miles an hour, less than three, four seconds. 
John Forrest couldn't find his backside from a hole in the wall, and he grabbed himself, what, a couple of late-season wins, and now he's headed into the next race, number two in points. Bam. Freak Nation, coming up next, Michael Waltrip. New movie that debuted this weekend in major theaters across the country. We'll talk to him about that. Blink of an eye. Dane Cameron, your sports car winner from Laguna Seca, will be joining us next hour. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks and Facebook, speedfreaks.tv. More Freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor, and there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers, and it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
nation many times. He's doing it again a little bit differently this time. Michael, you've had the highs. One is Daytona 500 champion twice over. You run for Dale Earnhardt Sr. You had a fantastic uh, TV career. And now a big screen theater release for you with Blink of an Eye. What's different with this versus all your other accolades? It's, I don't, I just, you know, it's just a project that I've been so passionate about. It was a story that I really wanted to tell about my friendship with Dale, about perseverance, overcoming adversity and, and, and being defeated, being, having lost more races than anyone had ever lost in the history of NASCAR and then won the race and how special that feeling was driving to victory lane with uh with with my friend Dell Jr. and my, my my car owner and my buddy Dell Earnhardt right behind me as we took took to turn 3 on that last lap in Daytona and I just wanted I just wanted to share the story of of how we got to that position how we got to that place what all went into it and then of course what I thought was the best day ever in the history of the world winning the Daytona 500 for my friend and car owner Dale only to find out less than 40, 35, 40 minutes later that he had passed in a crash on that last lap. Michael Waltrip here in the Freak Nation. Get out of this picture with your relationship with Dale Earnhardt Sr. Because, frankly, I didn't see a whole lot out there. And I've been in this business for 20-plus years. I didn't see how deep your relationship was with Dale Sr. Will we get in-depth look at this? Yes. Um, that's that's why the, the film is so special to me. Everybody that that was involved or had anything to do with that day are a part of the story. It's a documentary. It's based on the facts and the people that lived it. It's, it's not, it's not some made up Hollywood movie. It's a, it's a documentary and Dale Jr. is in it. My brother Daryl is in it. Mike Helton, Richard Petty, Kenny Schrader, all the people that were intimately familiar with the story uh, shared their thoughts and their memories about what happened that day so i think i think you'll see that this race this movie isn't about nascar it's not a racing movie it's a movie about friendship and two buddies that had a plan about how they were going to go conquer the the biggest race the the best race in the world the daytona 500 and i think it'll be very interesting for folks whether they're race fans or not to understand the friendship and, and our and how we went about getting ready to go race in the 2001 Daytona 500. Well, before we go into any further details, Michael Waltrip, be honest. You say this is not Hollywood. I see Miami Vice all over this thing, baby. I see you in your, your floral shirts on, on one of Dale's yachts. Dude, I see some serious fashion from some of these throwback videos that made this movie. Yeah, we, we were just living life, you know, <laughs> enjoying enjoying what we did. And what we would do is race back then, you know, 28 weekends a year. Now it's 38. And so there was some time during the summer to head off to the Bahamas and catch a fish or two. And being able to do that and, and being able just to share the, the fellowship of sitting on the back of a boat, fishing with Dale and Dale saying, you ever drive one of my cars, you'd win. You'd win in one of my cars. He was He didn't even care one bit about my record. He just believed that he could fix all that. Michael Waltrip in the Freak Nation, again, talking about the movie Blink of an Eye. We get asked that a lot by racing fans, but also by general sports fans. How do drivers do it? Like when Justin Wilson 
unfortunately lost his life on at the track of Pocono in IndyCar. Dale Earnhardt Sr. with NASCAR. How do you guys do it? How do you go on? How do you have a full season? It's It just takes a different different brain cells, it seems like. People can't fathom how you guys can do that. Yeah, you know, back in 2000 and, and then with Dale in 2001, he was the fourth guy that had lost their life racing in NASCAR. And we, I don't know, I can't answer that question. I know that when I, when I woke up and it was time to go to the, the next race, I didn't think twice about not going. Heck, I had that big wreck in Bristol in the Bush series back in 1990. And then the next day I raced the cup race, you know, the, the, the wreck on Saturday should have killed me, but I got back in the car and did the same thing the next day. I never thought once about getting hurt. And that's, that's, that's not real. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you. That's not real bright. I don't know. I don't know what it makes us, what makes us like that. But I certainly believe that I was going to be safe and I was going to race as hard as I could and hopefully win the next race and win the next one as well. Um, I don't know what it is about racers that have them geared that way, but that's the way I've been my whole life. Michael Walter, we've heard from series executives and media types like us about the death of Dale Earnhardt and how it changed safety in NASCAR. We want to hear from you. How do you think that accident changed all the safety in the sport? Well, I think it. I think it's a little bit unfair just to say that Dale's death has gotten us to where we are today because, like I said a bit ago, there were three racers. Uh, prior to that, that that had died racing in NASCAR, and Adam Petty, Tony Roper, K- uh, Kenny Irwin Jr., those guys, they they crashed and died just like Dale did, and NASCAR obviously was all over it. They were they were studying and and using engineering and and doctors of science to try to figure out what was going on and how do we fix it, and fortunately. Since Dale's death, no one in the big leagues of NASCAR has passed racing a car. And it's because of the Hans device, because of the safety in the cockpit of the cars. Uh, but for me, to me, the biggest cause, because of why there hasn't been any other fatalities, are the safer barriers. You know, the, you hit the wall and the wall gives. In 100 years, the old, you know, I fought the wall and the wall won. Well, the wall was undefeated. And now you can bounce off that wall, and and it just it's just a game changer for the safety. And it just took time to implement it. Michael Waltrip, let's go to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where Brad Kozlowski found a spot on the track to have an accident, and there was safety barrier there. There were tires. What is it about drivers that find those spots to have a crash? Just trying so hard, you know, you racing. People racing would be easy if it weren't for everybody trying to go so fast. <laughs> it's those other guys that are that are pushing it so hard. You just have to push it harder, and so there's always going to be those accidents that happen. And and now that when they happen, I mean that looks terrible with Brad, but he hopped out of the car and walked away. That to me that says I don't. It, it wasn't a bad place to crash because he was fine. Got us a big race coming up in Phoenix at ISM Raceway, the semifinal race for the 2019 season, and of course for the finals in 2020. You've been coming here many, many years, and you've seen the evolution of this track from a driver's perspective and, and, and a media personality. Tell the Freak Nation the difference of what it means to have a track update itself so much, like ISM Raceway has done over the course of the last 14, 16 months. Big thing about the drivers is the racing surface and what they can get done out there and how they can pass and make moves. 
and that track is awesome for that. And the the, the improvements for the fans, you know, that just gives everybody a, in the garage area a warm feeling, being able to look look up out of your race car and see the fans in the garage area, being able to view the cars and see what the drivers and the teams are working on. And then the, the, the area in the, in the turns three and four infield where they have restaurants and a margarita bar. Uh, you can get your favorite Michael Waltrip margarita, the two-time mango Rita in that margarita bar. I think that's pretty cool. So the drivers love when the fans have a reason to come to their track and have some fun, and then they want to go out and put on a great show for those fans. And I've, I've loved, like I said earlier, I, I've loved coming to Phoenix forever. It's, it's a destination. It's a place you really want to be, and I can't wait till November. Michael, you've had an amazing career out of the cockpit, but do you miss being a driver? No, I really don't. Huh. You know, I did it for 32 years. I raced 30 Daytona 500. I said the 2017 Daytona 500 was going to be my last NASCAR race, and we finished in the top 10. I took my car off the track, took it home, put it in the garage, and I have that car today. I'm not saying I won't race a truck race one day or maybe some late model stuff around the country. I, I haven't done anything much uh, around that, but one day I might. I don't know. But as far as NASCAR's big division, I'm done, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful I was able to leave how I wanted to, and I was thankful I got that top ten in my last race. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and when it comes to blink of an eye, because this story is so incredible, I don't think this is the end of blink of an eye either. I mean, it's kind of a documentary type of form now, but do you see – if Hollywood wants to reenact this, who would play you? And I really think that that's a real possibility, too. Well, the movie is a straight-up documentary. Like I said, everybody that's in it, uh, they, they told the story. And what I loved about that is I didn't know a lot of times what other people were thinking. We just really didn't talk about it much. Huh. And hearing their opinions and their views about, about that day, and it, it just meant the world to me that we were all – in in line with what we saw and what we were thinking but if it goes and somebody wants to make a a feature film out of it i would i would love it if vince vaughn played me because he's a tall (laughs) good-looking guy and you know that's what i am michael michael waltrip blink of an eye check your local listings for details kicking off this weekend uh, here in Phoenix, and again, coming up in November, November 8th, 9th, and 10th, the Blue Green Vacations 500 Race Weekend. Go to iceandraceway.com, get your tickets now. Michael, we'll see you out here in the desert when it's 75 degrees for a high. And I'll be shooting 85 on the golf course, but I'll be there, and I'm going to look forward to coming out and watching NASCAR race out there in Phoenix. Thank you. You know, you go back and listen to what Walter was saying there about Dale Earnhardt Jr., and you, it's tough to take yourself back. Junior or senior? Sorry, what Michael Walter was saying about Dale Earnhardt Senior to take your back, take your take take us back because we were fresh into this thing. We were what uh, six, seven months into Speed Freaks. Yes, seven, eight months, and it it was when Dale Earnhardt Senior passed. For many of us, it was one of those moments where you know exactly where you were, what happened, what. What the smells were, what the what the 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 temperature outside was, but Statman, you you look at really the advancement of all motorsports when it comes to safety. It's I know it's tough to pin down how much Dale Earnhardt's death really meant to the safety, but I think Michael Walter did somewhat of a disservice to 
to not really go to to not go overboard with what Dale Earnhardt Sr. and his death. Look back at that and what it meant to the safety of personnel in race cars. Oh, I think without question he underplayed it uh, because the other guys that died and they, especially Adam Petty, they had he had the Petty name, but the biggest thing was the Earnhardt name. He was a seven-time champion, and it was the the impact on the rest of the country, the non-sports fans who said, what's going on over here? These guys are dying every time you turn around. You've got to fix this. Otherwise, you've got to shut it down. And I think that is what – that was the domino that started everything falling. Uh, and that the name and the championships and the, the, the headliner who caused everybody else to uh, stop and look and say, we've got to do something about this. The Monday night ABC National News with Peter Jennings, he led off with the Dale Earnhardt Sr. story. Any other driver out there, Ricky Rudd, Dale Jarrett, it would not have been the lead story. But Dale Earnhardt Sr., Statman, you hit it. it. The ramifications, the ripples, the waves it caused across the country, those that didn't pay attention to NASCAR racing, uh, it opened their eyes. Yeah, and I think it was Peter Jennings. I heard him being interviewed on some documentary show, and he he said that the growth of NASCAR followed the growth of of uh, Southern values across the country, and uh, because people were thinking about it, and suddenly, uh, you know, suddenly, death was appearing in their favorite sport. And you know, like I said, either you fix this or we're shutting this thing down because we can't have people dying in my favorite sport. I mean, just like it would happen if if they suddenly start throwing bean balls at baseball and, and guys were dying right there on the field. Uh, you know, Congress would step in and say, fix this or we're shutting you down. Yeah, there's – and I get what Michael Waltrip was, was doing there. He did not want – the names Adam Petty, Kenny Irwin, or Tony Roper to be gone in vain, but it is true. It the research, the the act of actually doing something and changing the series rule book did not happen until the name Dale Earnhardt Sr. perished because of the exact same reasons. Remember Michael Helton's face at Day- Daytona Speedway when he had to come out mm-hmm. and tell the nation that Dale Earnhardt Sr. had died. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, how many times had we seen accidents almost exactly like the one that took his life, and suddenly, you know, here's a guy who was gone. I was doing laundry, and I think you called me. I said, "He's dead." I mean, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a surprise, and and that was the, the tipping point for the series. And you brought it up, Statman, with Michael Waltrip. That accident with Brad Kozlowski. In Indianapolis a couple of weeks ago was visually looked much worse than Dale Earnhardt's accident. And as we all saw, Brad Kozlowski crawls out the window. Coming up next hour, Freak Nation, Dane Cameron, your sports car winner from Laguna Seca, got one more race left as Petit Le Mans. 
and he's going into that race as your points leader. And you don't want to miss this interview with a General Tires professional fisherman. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's awesome. It's all coming up next. Second Hour of the Freaks. Speedfreaks.tv. Who's going to drive you home tonight? Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519.
Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks, brought to you by our good friends at Eisman Raceway in Phoenix, Arizona. Big old November race, November 8th, 9th, and 10th. You're listening to us on the East Coast. What's it like that first full weekend in November? Uh, Is it going to be 75 degrees, partly cloudy, about 15% humidity? I don't think so. Get your tickets now at Eisman Raceway, EisenRaceway.com. Com. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, second hour of the Freaks, Dane Cameron, sports car winner from Laguna Seca. He'll be joining us this hour. And coming up 20 before, uh, seven, uh, 840, all right, 840 Pacific, uh, 1140 Eastern. You don't want to miss this professional angler brought to you by good friends at General Tire. This guy, if this, this guy, Crasher, sounds like the Clint Boyer of professional anglers, right? That's a good comparison, yes. Just laid-back, fun, goofy personality. Oh, and by the way, kind of good at what he does, too. Yeah. James Worldwide Watson, or some people call him James WTF Watson, will be joining us at 40 past the hour. I don't get it. What's WTF? I just don't know. I don't freaking no hey real quick though since you brought up clint boyer i just thought it was it was really awesome what he did today found out unfortunately that his grandma passed away today just hours before he was to sit in in the cockpit took his name off of his stock car and of course he was sitting on the pole took his name off and just put the american flag and grandma above his car i just thought that was neat good for him that happened today. That she she today. passed today. Mm-hmm. It's balls. It's awesome. Yeah. Clint, Clint Boyer needs to team up with our boy James Hollywood. No, Hollywood James Worldwide Watson. Statman, Las Vegas and the cup race ended about 35, 40 minutes ago. And when they started the race, it was about a buck oh five outside. And I just shook my head and thought, okay, I understand. No, I don't understand. Why in the hell are you putting a race? in the heat, to kick off your NASCAR countdown? Any idea? Does anybody, does anybody I have an love answer? this late start. And, of course, they started late because of the heat, like you said, in Las Vegas, in the desert. I loved it. It kind of went in between two times of football games on this, what, second, third, mm-hmm. what are we now with the NFL season, second weekend. I liked it. I just, I, I like a night race anyway. If you can do it and you've got football before and football after, it just fits better, in my opinion, that way. Well, I'll give you that, but it's 105 degrees outside. You're going to be sitting in stands for an hour, hour and a half until it gets below 100. You don't have to. What the hell are you thinking, man? You can at no, least get under the stands. At least next year, the Vegas race is the last weekend of September, so it, it will only be 98 degrees, stat man, when they kick off the race, <laughs> and it'll get below 90 when they finish the race. Yeah, I mean, they've got a problem. The longer it goes, and some numbers, I started to talk about that this week in my scat. I found some numbers at at, um, Indianapolis. 
And remember all the noise they made about the F1 race not drawing enough people? And right now, the F1 race, if they could get those kind of crowds uh, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, they would kiss the ground everybody walked on because the, the crowds are diminishing for a whole host of reasons. But they got to figure this out. You talk about headliners and so forth. NASCAR's got to figure this out because everybody is going down some, but NASCAR is like falling off the the edge. They there's just nobody is showing up at some of these places that were once full five years ago, six, ten years ago, and now you know they're they're getting like less than half of what they used to get. And we know this as. The three of us have gone to SEMA many, many years in November. The 1st of September, it's probably June, July, August, September, unless you're going there specifically to hang out by the pool or to stay inside and gamble. Vegas just ain't the place to be at that time. If you're going to go watch a race... We, we saw a race in March. The three of us saw a race there in March many, many years ago. And we were bundled up. and we every freezing. We did a broadcast from the track and just, holy smoke. All right, we're going to reset get back with it. Coming up, Speed Freak Spits, Lucas Soul Studios. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Second hour of The Freaks, rejoining with a number of our affiliates. Thank you guys for hanging out. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sarge at this hour. Dane Cameron, your sports car winner, your IMSA sports car winner from Laguna Seca. He'll be joining us in about six or seven minutes. James Watson. James Worldwide Watson, uh, superstar in the fisherman ranks. He's going to be joining us coming up in about... 35 minutes. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor. Go with General Tire for that big fat Ford 250. What about a Dodge Ram? Your family SUV. Roll with General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Austin Hill kicked things off in Las Vegas the right way. He got the NASCAR truck win on Friday night. Then it was Tyler Reddick's turn. He won in the Xfinity Series on Saturday. Then today, actually tonight, yeah. It was all Kevin Harvick. Well, when the track started cooling down, it was all Kevin Harvick all the time. But with that last pit stop, nobody could match Martin Truex Jr. And Martin Truex Jr. just 10 or so minutes after we went on air an hour ago, took away or walked away with the win. And now he is secure into round two of the NASCAR playoffs. Staying on the West Coast, the IMSA Sports Car Series raced at Laguna Seca. Each class was pretty much dominated by their respective winners. The overall win going to, well, Team Penske, their 200th sports car start. On the top step, it was Dane Cameron and Juan Montoya, and teammates Elio Castroneves and Ricky Taylor were in second. Dane Cameron joined us in just about five minutes. It was all ladies all the time, at least for qualifying in the NHRA. Congrats to Erica Enders, Angel Sampay, and Brittany Force taking the number one spot into the weekend. Well, the NHRA at least conversation point like we had with Fast Jack Beckman last hour was all about the resetting of their points. Let's just put it this way on what happened this weekend. Jason Line took the win in pro stock. That's pretty much normal, but he defeated the playoff spoiler, Fernando Quadra, 
in the finals. Quadra winning his first ever three rounds today. Richie Crampton took the top fuel win. He moved up four spots in the points in doing so. Jack Beckman, you just heard from him last hour, he won for the first time this year, yet the first win netted him the points lead now. The most bizarre, though, of the weekend, Jerry Savoie riding from 10th in points to the lead in the points in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Yeah, figure that one out. Dane Cameron, your IMSA sports car winner, joins us next. Speed Freaks Pitch in the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAV-TV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
almost 20 years of doing Speed Freaks. That's why we continue to do this damn thing. We, we got to reach 20. We're going to reach 20 and then some when it comes to the Freak Nation. Dane Cameron's been rolling in the Freak Nation for many, many years. And today or tonight, it's pretty special. The 200 sports car start for Team Penske and a big win at the WeatherTech Raceway. And Dane Cameron, you talked about going into this race. You were a bit anxious. Given the speed of the car, the your success this year, why anxious coming into Monterey? Uh, uh, yeah, a couple of things, I guess. Really, I think uh, I didn't feel like I had done a ton of runs on uh, on the new tires. So it was a pretty high tire drop-off at this place now. It's pretty worn out. So I had just kind of run on old tires, and you, didn't really, you don't really get a great feeling for the car. So you're kind of like, yeah, is it the, the car just really bad on old tires? Am I kind of slow this weekend? Kind of what's, what's going on? So... Uh, you just didn't quite have full full confidence, and it seems like our, our competitors were super close to us this weekend. And uh, you know, two races ago was a pretty important one for the championship, so it was uh, yeah, kind of pretty critical for for our championship hopes. So just yeah, a little little on the edge a little bit, I guess, before the start of it, but uh, certainly feeling a lot better now. Laguna Seca is such a fan favorite, not just with us, but with the fans in general. Given, of course, where it's located, but the 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 layout of the track, whether it's the the corkscrew or the front stretch, it's just a fun track to watch a race. When you see it's on the schedule, do you circle uh, Laguna Seca, or is this a track that uh, you're not too fond of? No, for me, I always circle it. So I'm, I mean, I'm a NorCal guy. I grew up in Sonoma area, so this is a it's always been a special place to me. Come here a lot as a kid, watching champ car races and that type of thing. So. Uh, it's always kind of been home, and, and now that I live on the East Coast, it's, it's kind of one of the only trips I get back to, to Northern California. And about to get to meet it out on the way to the airport here tonight, so pretty excited <laughs> about that. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's always one that I, that I circle, and uh, definitely, you know, hats off to everybody here at the track. Uh, we had what was by far the biggest turnout that I, I ever remember here for a sports car race. So uh, I think it says about a lot about where IMSA is right now and, uh, you know, and the track and the area, as you say, as well. Well, it should say a lot about IMSA. Dane Cameron joining us here, winner at WeatherTech Raceway up at Laguna Seca this afternoon. It should say a lot about IMSA because you're, you have one race left. You are only 12 points ahead of Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani. That's incredible considering how many miles you guys actually put on these cars throughout a season. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then 10 more to go to, to seal the deal. So yeah. 10 more hours to go, so. Yeah, it's really it's it's a cool championship. I really love it, and uh, a lot of diversity from long enduros. You know, times of the races are different. Street courses, rovals, road courses. So, uh, it's it's pretty cool. So, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to think these three, four, six, twelve-hour, twenty-four-hour races. You know, come down to tenths and seconds to to get the victories in these things. It's so competitive here right now. It's uh, pretty awesome. Dane Cameron, do you have a preference, the endurance races, the 24 hours at Daytona or the 12 hours at Sebring, or the sprint races like at Long Beach or Laguna Seca? The shorter ones are a little bit nice. <laughs> Daytona's long. Daytona is definitely a long one, about 3, 4 in the morning when somebody pounds on your, your motorhome door and tells you you have to get out and be in the car in 20 minutes. That, that one kind of hurts a little bit. Uh, but there's also something so you know special and, and about those races, and if you do have a good result, uh, you really feel like you accomplished something when you put together, a, you know, a great 12-hour race or 24-hour race. It's uh, super rewarding. And then let's talk again about this track at Laguna Seca because, yeah, it's a short race, and we talk about how so many of your races do come down to just seconds. 
Today was domination by you guys, though. What was it that Team Penske had over anybody else, at least in the top class? I think we really just had a pretty close to the perfect day, to be honest. The cars obviously had speed, qualified 1-2 with Ricky and Juan, and a good start, kind of got out front and, and controlled the race, which is important. Um, we had really good ins and out laps, really good stops, really good strategy. It was just honestly just a really great day, and everything kind of just falls your way. So those, those don't happen that often in, in, in racing. So it's nice to uh, it's a really nice feeling when everything kind of goes your direction and uh, and you don't feel like you can kind of do anything wrong. So, but it also makes you feel like a super long day when you're in the car for over two hours and you're kind of just waiting for it to be over. You know you have a nice lead and you just you just don't want to see that yellow or or whatever it is. You just kind of want it to be over and get your trophy and, <laughs> and move on. So. <laughs> It was definitely a long couple hours in the car, uh, you know, out front there for sure. Dane Cameron is the IMSA winner from Laguna Seca. Dane Cameron, when you get to Atlanta and Petit Le Mans, there's going to be several teams chasing you. Would you rather be the chaser or the chasee when the green flag falls? Uh, ever so slightly maybe. I think with our type of racing, with a long race like that, um, the multi-class you know, format can get really tricky in traffic, especially at Road Atlanta. You know, once you get kind of through turn three to turn five, down the S's there, it can really stack up, and then you lose a lot of time and, and make a lot of bad decisions there. So um, I think with the buffer that we have, we can afford to protect ourselves a little bit and, and make sure we're making good choices in traffic and not doing anything silly. Um, you know, that kind of stuff maybe slightly change. Uh, but if you change your approach too much, then that's when you start screwing things up. So we've had a really good run of podiums and wins and things, so – uh, all while kind of achieving those same things of you know being a little bit careful in traffic and making sure we, we get to the finishes and that type of thing. So I don't think we approach too much differently, but obviously we know you know championships on the line, so you have to make sure you get to the end to get that in the first place. Dane Cameron, is Petit Le Mans the perfect way to end a sports car season? It's about 10 hours, or would you rather have a shorter race than that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if we could finish the championship today, it looks about perfect in the standing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It depends what side you're on, right? If you're a little bit further back, yeah, you want an endurance race because it's an opportunity to shake it up, you know, that kind of thing. If you have a lead, you don't really want that because, because those things can get shaken up and you want to avoid that. You just want to have a nice clean day. So it obviously, uh, you know, you have to have a couple of races go right in that time span. So, uh, it's definitely tough to end on that enduro. But it's what makes him so unique. I've been been in this position before a couple of times, and it, it's always worked out okay. And I'm, you know, got got two championships. You know, with having to finish there, petite. I haven't won that race either, so it's definitely also in the back of my mind that I would really like to win that race. Uh, and everything's really performing super well right now. So, on the other hand, too, we have a, a good opportunity to get a get a win and, and get a kind of crown jewel uh, endurance victory as well, which would uh, which would be great. And I know Juan wants that one as well. Dane, explain something to me. I know earlier this week it was announced that Graham Rahal will join the other Penske car for Petit, but I still don't see a third driver on your lineup. What's going on? Uh, I guess they haven't published the entry list. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It shouldn't be any different. We should, uh, all things being normal, we should have Simon Pagano back in the sixth car with Juan and I there. So he's been uh, been the Enduro guy with us since the program started, so he'll be there again. Uh, so I'm excited about that. He's obviously had a hell of a year with the Indy 500, so he's in, uh, in high spirits for sure. And um, the last time I was leading a prototype championship, going to Petit Le Mans, I had Simon in my car, and we were able to win that championship as well. So hopefully he'll be my, uh, my good luck charm again, and I can get uh, title number three. But can Simon drive a big wheel? 
<laughs> Only when he wears a watermelon helmet. jeez. <laughs> oh, of course, go to the Team Penske Twitter account for, wow, Juan Montoya, Dane Cameron, all of you guys driving big wheels at Laguna Seca this weekend. Well done. Uh, it's, it's crazy stuff. They don't tell us at all what they're coming up with before it happens, so it's, uh, it's always a little nerve-wracking to kind of see <laughs> what the, the PR staff has come up with for, uh, for the next batch of games. Dane Cameron going into Petit Le Mans as your points leader, running for the championship. D.C., it's always a pleasure when you're rolling freaks, man. Thank you for doing this, buddy. Thanks so much for having Have you seen Juan Montoya drive a big wheel? It just doesn't even look like him. I don't know if Juan Montoya has seen himself below his waist. That's one of the reasons I'm saying it's a very odd Step look man. to see him pedaling a big wheel. <laughs> When he left F1, I think it was Michael Schumacher that said, now he can get all the Big Macs he wants. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I can't believe Statman would say that. at Stat, Stat MC. It's BigFreaks.TV. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about it when he left F1, and that was how many years ago? <laughs> Speaking of Michael Schumacher? Is he in for that stem cell treatment in order to try to get him? That's the only thing that I'm seeing. Yeah, very interesting. Hey, I mean, here's the deal. If they've kept him alive in order to, if this Jeez. stem cell treatment is, is going to work and it's going to help other people down the road, then have at it. I just, wow. Have you seen anything more on that stat other than what came out, was it last week or week before? No, and, uh, you know, it needs... No, it doesn't. I, I, let me put the filter on that. Mm. They need to do whatever they have to do to, uh, you know, to keep him alive and to bring him back if possible. I was a huge, or am a huge Michael Schumacher fan, and I just, if there's some miracle that could happen, go for it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's. My viewpoint is. It has seemed a little odd that they've kept him alive this many years. I mean, this is, it's been five and a half years now, believe it or not, since his skiing accident. But if they've Do done that... Do we know that? That they've kept him alive? Well, that, 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 okay, they've had that's him- a good point. We are assuming that because it's just it's been so strange, the silent treatment of lack of information. But that is the talk. Um, but you're right. Nobody has an absolute definite positive confirmation on that. That's just what a lot of people are in F1 are saying. But if... That is the case. And if they've kept him alive this long, and if he's up for some stem cell, stem cell therapy now that works, thank God they had the means to keep him alive yeah, because that's going that. to help other people down the road. I just don't yeah. – if, if yeah. tell me – again, I say a lot, I've said a lot of ignorant things. This is probably a very ignorant thing I'm about to say, but if you've kept a person alive on ventilators and machines – to think that stem cells going to bring this cat back to reality, I, I'm, I, 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 don't, I have no. They, I've never seen such a secretive uh, operation ever. How TMZ and how the European media have not been able to crack, regardless of them asking the media to please keep their distance. How they haven't been able to crack the Michael Schumacher code with zero pictures and zero confirmation on what exactly is going on. It's crazy. You know what this proves is that 
any information that gets out on touchy things like this is out for a reason. It's very seldom that people crack into that story. And if hmm. in the Michael Schumacher family, there's maybe five, six people, if that, including the doctors who know what's going on. And if those people are committed to keeping all the information in, then who's going to find out? Good for them. And Mick Schumacher is racing, by the way, his son. So yeah, he's in the public success. eye and having, having success. success. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Coming up next, we're going to take a quote from Kyle Busch post-race Las Vegas and interject it into Dane Cameron's sports cars. But first, how about your stat man scat? Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. I was super pumped Friday at the introduction of all-electric rallycross machines. IMG promotes the World Rallycross Championship, and next year it will introduce a support series called Project E. The new car is a collaboration between IMG and an Austrian R&D shop. This is a first for global motorsport. Project E next season will showcase the all-electric cars at European rounds of the championship. The short races in rallycross and high-torque racing environment is perfect for electrification. These will be 612 horsepower machines, 14,000 RPM motors, and full torque within 32 milliseconds of the start. Top speeds, 150 miles an hour. The electrics will fit in new builds or converted current chassis. Frankly, this is the future. Automakers want this, and those who ignore that fact face losing automaker interest. Can't wait to see it. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. 
If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Go to lucasoil.com or just head on over to your favorite auto parts dealer. Grab yourself some of the finest synthetic oil on the planet. Lucas Oil Fuel Stabilizer. From interior to exterior, Lucas Oil has a product to keep your ride on the road. Lucasoil.com. Statman, to, to go back to our conversation last hour, if you didn't. Catch the conversation. Statman and I did a lot of things together prior to starting Speed Freaks, including a show called, excuse me, an Emmy-nominated show called Sergeant Saturday Night in Los Angeles. Get that in there. Yeah, Eddie Money. Get that in there. Heck yeah. Right. Eddie Money was one of our guests. Tommy Shaw of Sticks. There was a young band, I can't remember their name, that was there. And George Thorogood was also there. Think, think about that. These dudes and their guitars. That's it. Jeez, Eddie Money gone. Rick Ocasek gone. Mm. You know, hit songs sound so easy. <laughs> Man. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are in studios at this moment <laughs> who would probably disagree with you. In fact, they would throw things at you uh-huh. if they heard you say that. <laughs> you know, I, I get it when some musicians will say, you know, Britney Spears or uh, who else can I use? Well, I don't want to use Taylor Swift because she's, she writes the majority she's, of the material. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. very good, but but... Britney Spears' music is trash, and then we, whatever. We, some of us may not be a fan of it, but how they would give their left testicle to have one hit in their life. As that man says, they're still in the studio trying to find a song where more than a 1,000 people will download. Or if they could get the, have the success on that one song 
that Chumba Wumba had. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. Remember that Chumba Wumba? Yes. In fact, that was big on the first sh- the first music show you and I did together. We were standing in the middle of the crowd at the Universal Amphitheater. Tub thumping, isn't that what it was called? Yes. Tub thumping by Chumba Wumba. Hey, yep. exactly. If you get a one-hit wonder and you live off that the rest of your life, more power to you. Ain't nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh-oh. People, people buy ten million copies. Why not? You know. Now, if only Kyle Bush would take the advice of the lyrics of this song. You get knocked down, Mm -hmm. but you get back up again. You're never going to keep me down. Kyle. Good Lord. What happened, Crasher? He's points leader coming into the beginning of the playoffs, of course. He had a fantastic regular season. He got knocked down at the beginning of the race today. And (laughs) dude climbed his way up into the top ten. It was a brilliant drive. He is a talented driver, but is post- he a tub thumper? No, he's he's he doesn't think of things no in a positive way. Got like it. He should. So he's interviewed post race, and this of course happened about an hour ago. And he said, "Yeah, his exact quote: We've got guys that have never won late model races running out here. It's just pathetic." Stop yeah. asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next, Kyle. Don't be so angry. You just salvaged yourself a top 10 finish. So you got knocked down at the beginning of the race. You drove your ass off to get a top 10. Just leave it at that. Don't get so upset about something that happened three hours ago. Stop asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. I mean, you want to talk moving chicanes and apparently guys that you say have never won even late model races that are now in the, well, what NASCAR likes to call the best racers, best drivers in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Dane Cameron, today at Laguna Seca, won the entire, won the overall race for the sports car series. There are four different classes. You want to talk about moving chicanes, that guy had to veer around, you name it, including the dust and including the wildlife that is up on that track as well. So, yeah, and he's not complaining. So don't complain. Stop it, Kyle Busch. Just Stop it with your attitude. That's true. That's like if you just what Crasher is alluding to when it comes to sports car racing, and I, I think it's still one of the the most confusing sports to watch for an amateur. Where a car that finishes ahead of another car may not be the one in that class. That fin- regardless, <laughs> <laughs> it's like there might be a guy out there on a Honda 250, and he gets passed by a guy on a Ninja 1000. But they're all on the track together. It's yeah. Part of being a good driver is being able to maneuver your machine around the slower guys. There will always be slower guys, Kyle Busch. You know who got knocked down and got up again was Tony Stewart. Hmm. I'll never forget this as long as I've been involved in motorsport. He won, I think it was his second championship He got a flat tire at Charlotte, got back around to the pits, fixed the flat tire, drove back up, got, I think, 35 points in that race. And those 35 points were the difference in his championship 
at the end of the year. Yeah, That's what go. it means to get knocked down and get back up again. And it looks like that's what's happening to Atlanta tonight. They got knocked down a little bit, got back up. Looks like they're going to pull this out against Philadelphia. Coming up next, you don't want to miss this interview, ma'am. James Worldwide Watson, one of the greatest professional fishermen. That's right, fisherman in the history of man. Well, he'll tell you he is. It's coming up. Speed Freaks Pitts, Lucas Oil Studios. Sports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. <laughs> this is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No, that I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans, you <laughs> That was not on the profile. So now you've heard Geico. Saving people money on car insurance, and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detail rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
20th year of doing this from the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. You follow us on Twitter, right, at Speed Freaks. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Facebook, Instagram, we're there for you, man. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, again, at Speed Freaks on Twitter. First time in the Freak Nation for this dude. He's been called a lot of things, but let's just call him uh, James Watson right now. I could be James Worldwide Watson. In fact, I have no idea where this dude's checking in from, one of the uh, – most loudmouth professional anglers out there in the history of mankind. James, you say you're checking in from Oklahoma? Grand Lake of the Cherokees in Oklahoma. It's 183 degrees. Holy smokes. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweaty. Sweaty all the way to the tank. Look, we were talking uh, before going live in this interview that you were collecting some some paychecks part-time for about, what, three or four years, and in 2013, angler. And there's been no looking back. And this is from a dude who made a whole lot of damn money in real estate. What, first of all, what the hell were you thinking? And I guess good thinking? Well, I saved my money so I could do this someday. And finally I got to the point where I was tired of dealing with the real estate business and dealing with people. And, you know, I just I dreaded it. I hated it. I was good at it. I made a lot of money. And I said, you know what? I want I want to go full-time fishing. That was my dream growing up. I watched my dad as a regional competitor and you know I, I put the money aside and thought well i can lose all this money and still be all right so i did it but but let's be honest i mean you've got the gift of gab and not not a whole lot of unsuccessful real estate folks uh, can do that i'm saying you're successful my point was is you were successful at real estate you have the gift of gab and the gift of gab doesn't get you anywhere when you put a freaking fishing rod on the lake with a line in the line in the water right yeah, not quite a talking professional <laughs> that, that, yeah i'm not a fish whisperer people Let's get this straight. that shit doesn't exist so uh yeah but, uh the gift of gab i guess that's come from uh i don't know growing up as a fat kid um you know i kind of had to make fun of myself all the time and i just carried it on to the adult life <laughs> But that's so important, man. When, when you can put things aside that may have helped put you on this planet, you know, houses, cars, bass boats. If you can put that aside and go do what you love, man, that says a whole hell of that says a whole hell of a lot about you. Well, I'll tell you guys this: life is short. I've heard that from everybody that's older than me, and I can't argue that. There's there's only one thing in this world that none of us can buy. And that's time. And I'm maximizing every second of it. Well, let's get back, though, Mr. Worldwide. Let's get back to that gift of gab. And, yeah, okay, you, you, you stumbled on it when you were a, a child. But hold on. Let's take it back to fishing. There's a part in one of your bios. I don't know if it's on Wikipedia or on one of the angling sites that says known for his gift of gab on the water. And, again, you can't do that and catch fish successfully. Yet you do. So explain. Well, I, I'm just somebody that there isn't a single angler that I compete against uh, that that doesn't feel comfortable coming up and shooting the shit with me. And that's just all what it's about. Cody Meyer, fellow F, give me the nickname JMFW one one day a few years ago, and it stands for James Mr. Fish Watson for you PG-13 people. <laughs> and uh, and I said, you know, he'd come up that year, just called me that, and no big deal. And I said, I'm just worldwide, baby. And it, then worldwide took off from there. So I owe that to Cody Meyer 
for all the trash talking that he's done to me, I give it back to him. All right, so James Watson, people don't think of fishermen as being trash talkers. Let's get in your boat, and you come up on one of your competitors. What kind of trash talking is going on? Well, some of my trash talk might might say, hey, have you got as many as I've got? You got a couple five-pounders because they're eating really good over here? Or, you know, like, hey, what, you know, did your mom back you in this morning and dress you because, you you know, you just – you don't look like you're supposed to be out here, man. What what, what are we doing here? That's great. So. Oh, yeah. See, that's that's what we get in drag racing because we obviously cover a lot of motorsports. So in drag racing, the guys are on the track for a quarter mile, then they're back out, and they're trash talking. And yeah. it's something that I love about the sport. And so that's something that can endear people to the world of fishing as well because, yeah, you're serious when you're in the water until you meet up with each other and then again until you get out of the water. So, yeah, that's something that everybody can relate to. Well, it is. Some guys, some guys don't like it. There, I mean, there's some serious people out here in the bass fishing world, and you know what? I, I, I don't hold it against them. I'm just, I just pray for them and tell them. I hope they find their happy spot. Jeez, James Watson, <laughs> professional angler, is like we say in Texas. He's a damn fisherman earning some damn cake. How much have you earned legally? How much have you earned as a pro fisherman? You earned about six or seven million dollars yet? No, hell no. How about a half a million dollars? Still damn I'm just good. Short, I'm just short of five hundred in tournament winnings. So I'm I, now I'm known to knock one out of the park every once in a while. I haven't won one since 2016, but I won one in 13, 15, and 16. Good big tournaments. Uh, but I'm also a really, really probably best known for my terrible tournaments that I have because I could have three good tournaments in a year and have four where there's like, I'll finish 160th out of a 140 boat tournament. I mean, that bad. Well, I'm not very about, consistent. It's okay though. Talk about, there's a, there's a kind of a scientific regimen to fishing that we've learned talking to some other anglers in which you have to read the weather. You have to read the humidity, you have to read the currents. How do you do that if that's not something that maybe meteorology was not in your background? Well, trial and error. It's it's just like any other sport. You can't be a good free throw shooter if you don't get on the free throw line and shoot 100 of them. You can't be good at fishing in 112-degree temperatures if you don't go out and do it. So it's all about just getting out there and having and spending the time on the water and, the, and then having a decent enough memory. So if you suffer from old-timer's disease or something like that, you're not going to remember where you've been. So you gotta, you got to re- retain a lot of information. And a lot of things when you're on the water, situations will, will present itself, and you'll be like, oh, I know what to do. This is, I've seen this before. I've done this before. This has happened to me before. Or I talked to my buddy. Gerald and Gerald's been in this situation. He said, "Try this," and that, you know that's how I approach it. So we talked about 2013, 14, and 15, where you were picking up paychecks. Let's go back beyond that, 10, 15 years ago, when trial and error helped you learn to where you could make some money. Now, oh, you bet. I, uh, I spent nine years active duty in the United States Army, and that was that was fun, and. uh I climbed the ranks pretty quick in there. Gift of Gab helped me so much that they were 
they got me uh, as a drill sergeant. I was a basic combat training drill sergeant for two years, 99 through 01 at Fort Leonard Missouri. And you have to have the gift of gab to tell privates to do things they don't want to be doing. But that's where I was going to go with this, James. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'd be talking to you if you didn't spend that time in the Army, frankly, because the confidence is there, whether it's right or wrong or you're having a crap year on the lake. The confidence is there to, to sell a to sell a house to somebody that doesn't can't afford it. That's right. Well, you know, I always said the first thing these guys that sell boats, these we go to the boat shows a lot. You know, my first approach to a person coming up to look at a boat, I said, How's your credit score? <laughs> I don't I don't get a very warm reception to that. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but you can get away with that in the real estate world. But you can't get away with that when you're at a boat show. I found that out. <laughs> they say that that's offensive. And I'm like, well, let's just get this out. I mean, this guy, you know, he's either got good credit or bad credit. I don't see, I don't, I don't think he's going to pay cash for this boat. So <laughs> we don't have to kick this can down the road very far. Hell. Just get out and be blunt with it. That's so true, though. We should. Right. I don't care about being a pro. Well, we should care about being appropriate, I guess. But we should handle more things like that. Just get things out right in front. Is this a yes or no question? Let's go. <laughs> well, you do have to be. You do have to be politically correct sometimes. Some, most of the time, I am. I know when to turn it on and turn it off. So, I. I also, I, I'm going to tell you a fun experience. You guys said you're in Phoenix, Arizona. That's home of uh, Realty Executives, my franchise, my real estate franchise office. And uh, in 2008, my franchise, we had our, uh, wasn't the summit, it's awards banquet, our yearly see who's the uh, top producing agents and everything in the franchise. And they asked myself and Leslie Sherman, uh, a lady from Las Vegas market to come and host their awards gala. Now, I don't know the difference, like in the English language, language from seen to saw and did and done. And I was actually married at one time to a language arts teacher. And uh, I, was, I thought that was funny that they asked me to come up there and host an awards gala. And we blasted all those hoity-toity people that won their big awards. It was fun. That was right here in Phoenix? Yes, right there in Phoenix, Camelback Road. Where are you on social media, James? Well, I'm worldwide. That's a crazy question. I'm worldwide, baby. I just don't know why you don't have like 6 million followers with your gift of uh, gab. Well, I don't either. I'm very disappointed in that. I think I'm at 38,000 on Instagram and and 38,000 on Facebook. Facebook's dead, by the way. Right. Can't go anywhere with that now. So Instagram's climbing. Oh, man. Let's don't make this the last time you're in the Freak Nation. Go out and win something and give us a damn good reason to get you back in the Freak Nation rolling on those general tires, all right? Well, I'll tell you what. General tires provided me uh, uh, some good support. We did a coffee talk this year where I got to razz uh, fellow anglers. And just talk about whatever we wanted to talk about. And they said they'd edit all the bad stuff out, which was most of it. And it couldn't, that you know, wasn't kosher, I guess. But we had a good time. I talked to a lot of anglers. General Tire made that happen for me. They, uh, I don't know, they're, 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 they're awesome people. I can tell you that. 
We concur. James Worldwide Watson. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram. He's there, man. Trust me. And if you don't, if you don't get it from the last 10, 15 minutes here in the Freak Nation, then don't bother following this guy because it was greatness. Man, James, this has been a pleasure, man. Hopefully the same for you. Well, I, I've, I enjoyed this, guys. It was good to meet you guys. And please do follow me on Instagram, the real James Watson. And on Facebook, James Watson Professional Angler. And I'm probably on some cable network somewhere right now. I don't know, but I'm certain of it. So, Could you sell a lean-to in Los Angeles for about $3 million? <laughs> Sounds like they need some there. Maybe we can come out there. I'll bring a builder. We'll get to building some of them. And we'll sell them for a million and a half. It's bargain price. Yeah, it is. Yeah. James, uh, yeah. thanks for doing this, man. We'll talk to you again, buddy. Thank you. Not, not much, much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio oh. or Helio. Oh. Not, 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 not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. Tether up off, we're gonna tether up off the mother sucker. Tether up off the sucker. Tether up off, we're gonna All right, Statman, if you had your choice to be okay. a professional coffee connoisseur or beer connoisseur, what would you be? Ooh. I'd be a. Um... I'd be I'd, I'd, coffee keeps me awake and beer affects me other ways. So I don't. Those are two bad choices. I got the jobs. Well, maybe I don't have the jobs for you. Well, maybe I do. What you got? Uh, website I guess offers coffee, Starbucks. If I had to one, it would be coffee. Okay. Well, here you go. Get a thousand dollars. A website's offering $1,000 to a chosen Starbucks addict willing to switch to local coffee shops for a full month, literally, literally to get paid to drink coffee. Business.org is seeking a self-professed Starbucks junkie who seriously loves their coffee to document the experience of switching from the international chain to locally owned Java shops. If you're selected, Statman, your job will be to document your experience, tracking and comparing the costs, benefits, the potential setbacks of moving to a buy-local lifestyle for your daily coffee fix. The chosen caffeine enthusiast will be required to visit at least eight locally-owned coffee shops during the month, take photos of their coffee during each visit, log the key metrics requested by posting and write up a summary of their experience by going local. That's not like a bad deal. They're asking you to visit only eight times? Does that mean? No, no, no. Eight different shops in the month. I'm pretty sure you got to go to one or two places a day. Because if you're a Starbucks addict that already, actually, you're, you're doing it once a day. That actually happened in a neighborhood I used to live in in Southern California where a local mm-hmm. shop triggered all the growth in this community. Starbucks came in and tried to Bigfoot them out, and the local people said, screw you, and they kept going back to this lady's coffee shop. So that's already happened in a little town I lived in in L.A. 
And real quick, we got about 20 seconds. L.A., that's called Los Angeles Brewery, posted a job opening for someone seeking to get paid to watch football at Los Angeles Rams games. Golden Road Brewery, its chief beer officer will be paid $150 per event to attend every Los Angeles Rams game. There's that, too. Uh, Shoot the juice to the moose and do what's that, man? Cut it loose. Yep. Motorsports Radio, redefined.